everyone. Today's episode is going to be about acne. We're all aware of what acne or pimples are, but today I want to take you deeper into the cause of acne and how to treat it. Acne is a disorder which affects the oil glands which are at the base of your hair follicles. These oil glands are stimulated by hormones that are produced by the adrenal glands. They're male hormones, but don't let this fool you because women also produce these male hormones. The peak in these hormone levels is why you would be more likely to get an outburst of acne around puberty, or for women, around the time of your menstruation. So let's explore for a minute what causes acne on a physical level. Human skin has pores, which are basically tiny holes that are connected to these oil glands, which are located under the skin. These glands are connected to these pores via follicles, which are very small canals in your skin. The oily liquid which these pores produce is called sebum. The sebum carries dead skin cells through the follicles to the surface of the skin, as well as other toxins. A small hair grows through the follicle out of the skin. So skin cells, sebum, and hair can clump together into a plug, and this plug prevents the oils, the dead skin cells, and toxins from escaping through the skin. And because of this, it easily becomes infected with bacteria, resulting in a sort of swelling. A pimple only starts to form on the surface of the skin when that plug begins to break down. Like most things in the medical science community, no expert really agrees on what causes acne. But many experts in the medical field believe that acne is caused by an excess of androgen, which is a hormone. Androgen levels rise when a human becomes an adolescent. Rising androgen levels makes the oil glands under your skin grow, and these enlarged glands produce more oil. This oil, of course, as we've said before, is called sebum. So excessive sebum can break down cellular walls in your pores, causing bacteria to grow. This condition also appears to be hereditary. On the physical level, acne is caused by two things. The first being the excess in androgen, which causes an excess in sebum, which is skin oil. But that can't cause acne in and of itself. If that was the case, everyone with oily skin would have acne, but they don't. That's because acne is caused by two things in conjunction. The first being what we just mentioned, the oily skin, the excess production of sebum, which is caused by a hormonal imbalance, the second being the fact that that sebum is mixing with toxins in your blood and lymph liquids. This, of course, causes the perfect breeding ground for bacteria to grow and flourish. Bacteria do not cause acne. Instead, the unhealthy environment in and on your skin invites them. This is why for years and years you can try to get rid of acne, but it seems to come back over and over again. The host organ, which is your skin, has remained an unhealthy environment, which is hospitable, of course, to bacteria. The difference between someone who has acne and someone who doesn't is that the person that does not have acne has a body, especially liver, kidneys, and lymph system, which is clearing the blood of toxins. Someone who has acne does not. Previous to adolescence, your body is not being flooded by androgenic hormones. Once you hit adolescence, it is being flooded by those androgenic hormones. And what most people don't know is that the liver 
is what's actually filtering out those excess and those unused hormones. But the liver can only filter so much. And so when you enter adolescence, your body's getting flooded by the toxins that are created by the excess androgenic hormones. This overload of hormones is also what happens to the body during a woman's menstrual cycle. The liver's not capable because it's not functioning properly because of our lifestyle. And so it's not able to filter out all of those excessive hormones. And so the toxins that are the byproducts of those hormones in our body get flushed to the skin and we break out. The three most widely used treatments for acne do no good whatsoever. The first being, of course, oral antibiotics. Now, if you're taking an antibiotic for something which is ultimately caused by poor filtration within your bodily organs, it's not addressing the root cause of the issue. On top of that, it's very difficult for your body to deal with antibiotics. They are a toxin, so your body is going to be overloaded. So if your liver is not adequately filtering things and you add an antibacterial on top of it, which is treated as a toxin, you're adding extra problems to your body for the liver to handle, rather than lifting that load off the liver, which would allow it, of course, to filter more of these toxins. On top of that, you're killing all of the positive bacteria as well. You can't take an antibacterial yet, which is oriented directly towards one negative bacterial strain. Instead, you're taking out all of the healthy and unhealthy bacteria. But healthy bacteria actually prevent the unhealthy bacteria from flourishing. So you're wiping out your army by taking these antibacterials. On top of that, when any bacterial strain is exposed to an antibacterial for a certain amount of time, it develops an immunity. It basically mutates so that it can exist in your bodily system in the presence of the antibacterial, which is why so often people take those antibacterials for something like acne, and to begin with they see this period of time where it improves, but then the symptoms come right back because the particular bacteria which they are infected with in the skin pores has developed a resistance to the antibacterial which they're taking. Steroids are a synthetic hormone. And we've already identified that the root cause, one of two root causes, of acne is the fact that you are producing too much hormone and your body can't filter out that hormone and those hormones are treated in the body like a symptom of toxicity. And so by taking a steroid, you're actually adding to the hormonal issue, which is the root cause of acne. Accutane decreases your body's ability to create sebum. But Accutane is a flat-out toxin, and it is treated exactly like a toxin. It is pushed directly into your liver, and the liver, as we said before, is already not functioning properly. This is a recipe for absolute disaster. It is a toxin, which is why, while you're on Accutane, you have to go in for doctor visits to get your enzyme, your liver enzyme levels monitored. So you're pumping a poison into an organ which already can't deal with the poisons, which is the cause of the acne in the first place. And that is not to mention the disastrous side effects that can be seen in conjunction with Accutane. So as usual in the medical community, we're dealing with the symptom and not the root cause, which is why we do not have a good cure for acne within the medical science community. So now I'm going to explain to you how to cure acne on a physical level. 
as usual, we have to go more in-depth to the actual cause of acne, which is always thought patterns. But first, I'm going to address with you what physical steps you can take. Now, of course, this is an overview. If you wanted to reorient your life so that you could get rid of acne and that was your one goal, there are about a million more things you could be doing. But I'm going to hit the sort of play-by-play -play most important points which will help you to get rid of your acne. Eat an alkaline diet that stabilizes your blood sugar. Unstable blood sugar wreaks havoc on your insulin levels and that wreaks havoc in turn with your androgen levels. Do not eat simple or refined sugar, simple starches, alcohol, or simple carbohydrates. You can easily find lists online of what simple sugars, simple carbohydrates, and simple starches are. Don't eat those foods. As far as the body is concerned, alcohol is a simple sugar. The human body is not designed to eat simple or refined sugars, simple starches, or simple carbohydrates. The very worst things for acne are white sugar, white flour, white rice, soda, alcohol, high fructose corn syrup, and fruit juice. And if you want to stay alive long term, don't even touch artificial sweeteners such as aspartame, NutraSweet, Equal, or Splenda. Stimulants also affect acne in a big way, so no caffeine and no stimulants. They cause serious blood sugar imbalance. They kick your adrenaline levels into high gear. That messes big time with your hormone levels. Stress also affects acne in a serious way. Stress causes hormonal imbalance. It wreaks havoc on your body in all kinds of ways. So we must, must reduce stress levels and express that stress instead of suppress it and press forward in our lives if we are ever to solve our acne. Second to that, eat a diet that is supportive to your body, especially supportive to your liver and your organs of elimination. Anything that processes toxins in your body needs to be given a fighting chance, and it can't do that if you're overwhelming your body with toxicity. So the more toxic and more processed your foods are, the more difficult time your body's gonna have eliminating those toxins, and the more likely it is that those toxins will manifest themselves by coming through your skin. I am of the opinion that meat is not compatible with the human body. It is especially important to at least understand that red meats are not good for your liver, neither is dairy. So if you want to get rid of acne, do not eat dairy and do not eat red meat. If you can't give up dairy completely, drink goat milk and eat goat cheeses that are unpasteurized instead. If you want to eat meat still, make sure you find grass-fed organic meats. Thanks to our current food industry, the hormones and toxins in meat, fish, dairy, and eggs are pretty much unparalleled. So be very deliberate about your sources when you get these things. Use coconut oil in place of other oils. Take an omega-3 supplement. My favorite, of course, is flaxseed oil. And take primrose oil. You also want to take apple cider vinegar every day. Bragg apple cider vinegar is the absolute best. You do not want pasteurized apple cider vinegar. You want raw apple cider vinegar. The next step is to clean your liver, kidney, and bowels. This means go get colonics every so often. Colonics are amazing at cleaning out the gunk that is accumulated in your colon. It is true they're not quite pleasant, but you can get used to them. And it's amazing what kind of symptoms they can cure just by getting rid of the toxicity that is built up in your colon. Also, increase the level of non-gluten, non-fractionated fiber that you're getting in your diet. 
This will help to clean out your intestines and clean out your colon as well. So on top of your colonic regime, this is how to do the cleanup so you don't even have to get colonics if you don't want to. My next suggestion is to commit to a liver flushing regime. Now liver flushes are a very controversial subject within the healing community. Some people are adamantly against them, some people are adamantly for them. But in this video I'm going to be giving you the opinion of me, a medical intuitive. And in my opinion, liver flushes are incredible. I've seen them heal chronic disease, I've seen them heal cancer, and I've especially seen them heal acne. My personal favorite is a program that's offered by Andreas Moritz. Now don't worry, Andreas Moritz's death had nothing to do with the liver flushes, which he is so famous for pushing around the world. Many people worldwide were completely healed from chronic disorders based on using this liver flushing program, and I think it is the very best so far that I've seen. I want to give you a warning about liver flushes. Liver flushes are not for the faint of heart. They're usually reserved for people who are either desperate or those die-hard health freaks. The reason is you can't just do one liver flush. Liver flushing is one of those things where you have to keep doing it and keep doing it until your liver is free of stones. Now most people think that gallstones occur just in the gallbladder, but those are actually the calcified stones that have passed from your liver into the gallbladder. Your liver is full of intrahepatic stones, accumulated cholesterol, and those stones prevent your liver from flushing itself of toxins. When bile can't pass through the ducts because it's blocked by stones, your body cannot filter toxins like it could if it was clear of stones. And when you flush your liver, the stones that are at the rear of your liver are flushed forward in between flush to flush. So you could experience a brief period of time where you are free of your symptoms and everything feels great and then it gets even worse. And the reason is because the bigger stones, which are at the hind end of your liver, have now moved forward through the ducts and are blocking the main ducts of your liver. So you have to keep going and keep going and keep going until you get absolutely no stones as a result of your liver flush. So it's not for the faint of heart, like I said before. But it is an amazing thing if you can really commit to it. Take time to cleanse your kidneys. This is easily done by taking some herbs on occasion. For example, shunka piedra, dandelion root, ginger, and uva ursi. Again, there's lots of information out there about how to cleanse the kidneys. The next thing you want to do is drink tons and tons of water. The easiest way to go about doing this is to get in the habit of carrying with you a non-plastic container that's filled with water and sipping on it throughout the day. You want to make sure that you're not drinking tap water or distilled water. So you want to look for artesian well water, spring water, or filtered water. Because you don't want to be adding more toxins to your body if the purpose of drinking that water, of course, is to flush toxins. Water enables all of your filter organs to filter those toxins easier. So water is incredibly beneficial to your liver, it's incredibly beneficial to your kidneys especially, and all other organs in between. And so if you're flushing those toxins, those toxins aren't going to be pushed to your skin. Nothing will be trying to get out that way, and it's not going to mix. Those toxins will not mix with the sebum, which causes acne. So of course, you all know me by now, I can't stop there because there's a deeper level to acne. We could call it the root of the root cause of acne. And we have to address that, of course, if we're ever to solve our problem with acne for once and for all. So let's address those two things now.
The first is suppressed, denied, or undealt with and unexpressed emotions, especially anger and guilt. Think of negative emotions like waste that needs to be released. When that waste is not released, when it's bottled up and denied from coming into your awareness, it is a form of toxicity that is kept inside the body. The second is disliking or rejecting yourself, which is a negative thought turned inwards towards yourself. That energy then collects in the body and is not released. Both of these thought patterns are what causes the body to become clogged. The emotion is suppressed, that suppressed emotion and that negative emotion which is turned inwards doesn't have anywhere to go because it's not being expressed. And so on a metaphysical level, it clogs the system. And that metaphysical clog is what then leads to the physical clog, which we are looking at and calling a pimple. The pores become clogged because the largest filter organ is the skin. So if you think about this, if we're not filtering through by expressing our emotions, that manifests as our organs not filtering through and getting rid of those toxins. And thus we see things like the liver decreasing in function and pimples. So you could consider clogged organs like the liver a primary manifestation of the suppressed and clogged emotions. And you could consider the pimple a secondary manifestation which is the result of that original pattern of suppressing, denying your negative emotions. So if you want to get rid of acne for good, the real key is to first learn how to love yourself. You don't have to panic and worry about me saying that because I teach a lot about that subject. I've also written a book about it, which is in the process of publication. The second thing you gotta do is learn how to face, identify, and express the negative emotions within you that you are currently suppressing, that you're currently consciously unaware of. I have a video called Shadow Work which introduces you to two processes you can use in order to identify the deeper issues which are present within your body which you are currently suppressing. But next week I will be doing a video on how to express emotion. So for those of you that aren't really familiar with expressing your emotion, Next week's video will really help you. So those are the points that are really important to address relative to acne. Go give it a try and have a good week.